What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It's Dispatching Live. It's Thursday. My name is Jay. Top auto logistics video news on Tuesdays. Connecting retail, wholesale logistics, and tech. Your auto transport community media since 2017. Thank you so much for taking the time. we got one hour on the clock or more. We have special guest Brian Riker, your DOT guy. He's on the show today. Please do feel free to jump in the chat and let's do this. Sue, can you hear me okay? Do you know why? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear the office. It's dispatching live. You're you're in a dispatch office and you're in your dispatch. Yes. Okay. We are I don't have headphones on today, so you can't not hear everything you're gonna hear everything today <laughs> but you know that can be colorful because that's for sure <laughs> i mean we never know what's gonna happen so if Can you're just joining up? now you know <laughs> you are okay so you've joined a show live on youtube on ati and there is a live dispatching office behind sue who yes. is my co-host on this show it's funny to do that. Doing this intro, we're like 150 shows in, right? And but you know, I never know who's actually. I never know anymore who's watching live or on demand. Two thirds of our views come after the show, so there's Ow. a lot of people. You know, logistics is busy. Who can take an hour out of their busy day in logistics to tune in to people talking about logistics? True. Not not a lot. Yeah. Um, and I've also been working on, people have been asking me, because I've got used car week next week, okay? Which is a big deal. I don't go to a lot of shows. Um, I may end up going to more shows next year, not sure. But um, when I go to shows, people ask me. And a lot of people say, hey, I, I love your show, I watch. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even know. That's really appreciated. Thank you. And then they say, so who who's in your audience? Audience. And I say, well, it's a mixture of carriers, dealers, brokers, auctions, and then within that, technology companies. Um, but on Thursdays, we get a lot of, well, it's actually the same mix. But, but see, dealers don't say, well, here's what's interesting. Dealers don't say hello as much. Dealer technology companies, there's a lot of them. They actually check out this channel but they don't say a lot because they're not exactly sure what to say because it looks like a lot of carriers, brokers, and dispatchers. And then the occasional auction person that isn't sure exactly what our angle is. I've learned these things now. Like, dealers and auction uh, audience members, they're not sure, like, are we kidding? Are, <laughs> what are, are we, I mean, are we moving vehicles? It's and this is why I, I share the dispatching live effect. Let's go into let's do that. This is now a good time to do this. Okay. They set up the show. All right. So it's dispatching live. Today's show is live care advice. Now, uh, did you know? Uh, okay. So live care advice. The series has ended. Okay. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, live care advice was a series on ATI. I've made a lot of changes in the last 60 days. I mean, this channel has changed a lot. I don't know how much is, is apparent, 
people will find out more in the coming months, I guess. But, for example, Live Care Advice has ended. Um, it was, we were doing it kind of weekly, then bi-weekly, then, or bi-monthly, weekly, then bi-monthly, then monthly, and really, uh, Brian is very busy. He's busy right now. He's not even <laughs> in the Zoom waiting room. Like I told him. No. <laughs> I found, by the way, I found a digital bell. Check this out. You hear that? No. I can't. <laughs> you can hear that? No, but it's, it's probably because it's this isn't working right on my right. side. So. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me at tea time. You sing this? Okay. So live care advice. Brian Riker, he's our live guest today, which is pretty neat. Hey, what's going on, Elena? Danny B, Peach Transport. This one's for you, Peach. Or you like this one? Let me know. Did you like bell one or bell two? Two bells, please. One ping. One ping, Vashili. Name that movie. One ping, Vashili. Give me one ping. Okay. We're off to a weird start. I know. It's load board search advice. <laughs> yeah, clearly, Jay. You guys, boy, you guys are searching up the load boards like crazy. We'll get into that. Let's do the disclaimer. Here we go. I don't know. I still don't know all the time why I do this, and then I find out later in the show. Oh, yeah, we got a problem today. Please be aware that views and analysis provided on Dispatching Live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to ATI, Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, or audience members, and it's not my problem if you're triggered. All viewers and participants of this content exclusively waive any rights during this live program, whether in voice, chat, comment, video, or audio, and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinions and company names that may relate directly to ATI, Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, audience members, or any other company or individual and should not feel the right to, they, they have the right to do so. And I'm not kidding. Okay. So if you feel you're a little queasy, that's the dispatching live effect. We realize it's harder and harder to get like actual objective news. So we're doing that here. I know canceled auto transport community media since 2017 that's right we've been doing that for, since 2017 these things take time we cover the whole ecosystem new used auction dealer broker shipper carrier dispatcher all in one bucket and uh for example repo is in the bucket do you know that uh five percent of the audience on ati is repo now you believe that really I know, isn't that wild? That is so, wild. It's so cool. It worked. Can you hear me now? Check, check. I, I do hear. Nope. I hear, and I have. I do hear and you. I hear you. We do hear you. I hear you. Mic check one two. Okay, now I can hear you again. Sorry. Oh, sweet. No, you're good. Thank you. Okay. So we did a clear data repo load demo last Thursday. You remember this? Actually, there was some great stuff. I gotta, I gotta find yeah. some time codes, make some YouTube shorts. That was a really cool show. Yeah, We are the ecosystem's neutral zone because we allow everybody in one giant church. And if you get kicked out, you kicked yourself out. Uh, because we still welcome... Listen, this is a channel of second chances. Um, 
you know, people can have situations where they disagree and then whatever. I believe in second chances. So we're the neutral zone channel of second chances. <laughs> this is automotive, man. Show me the truck. Okay, got the craziest, the craziest uh, uh, story today on show me the truck. You know, normally we show trucks that are oh, full wow. and loaded and great. Do you see this one? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> TQL, that's good. pay me wow. my $8,000. That's awesome. And then probably a little extra to get the spray paint off afterwards. I don't know. But uh, what's great about it is everybody can understand. Yeah, she doesn't know that either. We understand your plight. Okay, you're gonna go and by the way, this is one of those companies that is super great because they super employ lots of super people and they have mega money and all this great stuff, right? Barbecues and carnivals and swag, right? Great, 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 great. Until they're not great, until we find out, like, I mean... I, I'm apparently this is a true story and I'm I'm not I've not taken it too far, but I do have a waiver just in case. This is the guy. <laughs> like this is it. Uh Gabriel, he's the driver. He says, I know we don't support TQL, but please hear me out. I stopped working for them about four months ago. It's been about 120 days. They refused to pay me due to a fabricated claim. Uh, you know, and I don't have the details there. This is an opinion that I'm sharing on a show. Next week, I'm rolling to the head office, and apparently he did. He did. He did roll to the head office, and uh, and you know, they. I mean, it's not like these guys haven't been in the news. You know, these great, 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 great companies are really great until the truth comes out that they're not so great. And then I don't know. They just get a COVID loan, and everybody goes to Tahiti. I don't know, but. This guy just wants his eight grand. Is it that hard? Does he have to drive up in a spray-painted truck to collect his money? You know, and his dog's in the cab and he's out there. I mean, <laughs> what is going on here? It really? Golly, dude. I'll bet each one of those windows is eight grand. I don't know. Just hand the guy a window. Hey, did you get the memo? Um. All right. You sent me this. Was this today? Manage your entire central dispatch team. User management lets account owners take control of their use. You know what's great too is if you if you're with if you're with central dispatch, the digital bell is good. Awesome. If you're with central dispatch at this point, I guess you probably don't even need to. There's no need to even talk to me or email me because as long as it gets to Sue, it'll end up on ATI. So that's kind of awesome, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a joke, Joe. I'm kidding. Uh, let's see. So what is user management all about? Manage the entire team. Well, I've got a video. Should we roll the video? Let's just see if uh let's see if this video works here. Let's tr let's give this a shot. The all new central dispatch. Okay, now let me make sure we share the sound. And uh, and away we go. Here we go. Roll that video. User management system lets business owners give employees their own personal central dispatch accounts. Account owners will now have far more control over how they run their business on central dispatch. They'll decide which employees or contractors can access certain features, 
decide who gets to view sensitive information, and eliminate the risks of sharing credentials of a single universal login. To access the Manage Users page, click your name from any page and select Manage Users from the account dropdown. Only users with the role... Okay, uh, note, it took 30 seconds for me to understand what we were going to watch. Because on its face, I did not know... Sue, did you understand what this email was trying to tell you when yes. you opened? You did. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I, and I think it has to do with guys? the fraud yeah. that keeps happening oh. with employees and going back and doing crazy stuff. Ah. You know okay. what I mean? So I think that's why they did this, so that they can only have certain access to certain things and they can't go in when they get fired or whatever. If they want to do something crazy, they can't access certain things. That's where I think this is coming from. Of owner, not admin, or member manager. No, it's not. Here, I'll turn the I'll, I'll turn the audio off. We'll keep talking. So, okay, so, and I remember when I was in the dispatch office, we talked about different levels of user management. Like, mm -hmm. so you have your, and, and, and you see this in many web services, right? You've got your super admin. Then you've got your, like, owner. Then you've got your driver. Then you've got your dispatcher. And if we stop here, so you've got owner, admin, manager, user, driver. And so your driver can, what, just see? They can only Maybe. access the loads, but they can't, like, delete loads. Yeah, or can't do, like, you wouldn't have access they to, can't like, bill dispatch it. loads. or they yeah, can't bill, bill Yeah, it. that kind of right. stuff. Yeah. A driver can't bill it. Right. Okay. Now, a user, full-site access, but can't manage users. Ah, okay. A manager, full-site access... They can manage users and drivers, and admin full site access can manage, and then an owner can you can do whatever you want. You can delete the darn thing. Do you, so? Are you using this? No, <laughs> I don't think it's come out yet. I haven't oh, gotten oh, it. Oh, oh, okay. Are you going to? And I laughed. It, that was so going unfair. Going to be happening. Yeah. Was so mean. That's why I took it. Jeez, Jay, we sure know what side of this fence you're on. Uh, now, are you going to oh. use this? What do you think? I mean. Um, yeah. well, I don't know if I would personally use it because we're the only ones that, you know, it's only me and one other person that access that kind of stuff. Now I could understand when we're hiring, when we're being hired as dispatchers, if the owner wanted to do that, I could see doing that. So question, um, if the owner gave, let's say the owner gave a dispatcher access, which one should the dispatcher have? Because I didn't know that either. That was actually a question I had. In Central Dispatch, here you go, Joe. What you can do is... Probably you manager, can, I would say. You could put in parentheses next to one of these, recommended mm -hmm. dispatcher. Right. Because I, like, I would say the manager would probably manager be Manager for dispatcher? Yeah. Okay. Now, I mean, if you're a bigger company, of course, there's going to be all those levels in there. I don't know why you would ever let a driver, if you, they worked for you, though, have access to it. But that's just me. Well, they can access their loads from their website interface rather than just on their mobile device. I don't but know. But see, what if you had multiple drivers? See, that well, means... and here, who is, and who is this? I still, I just want to say this, by the way, Joe. I, I think this is a great idea. And I, but one of the other things I wonder before we go into great idea what would you like to see come out next that you think is really important within Central Dispatch software? Hmm. Think about that. 
Because well, I think it's I mean, cool this has been released, but I wonder what other modules and enhancements. And I'm actually... Well, I'm, can, yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know if this is going to fall into this category, but this whole rating thing and just letting anybody put ratings on oh, you. Oh, the ratings thing. Any, you know, because yeah. they're doing it all in retaliation. I mean, that's what's ticking us off is they don't pay us our broker fee and they give us a negative. Okay. It's not right. And also on top of that, did, does everybody realize that you don't get notifications if you've got a negative or a one star? You have to go in and find it. We you, do not no longer get notifications. We were given any kind of rating whatsoever or that you gave somebody a rating. So we used to get emails back every single time. Ratings is still your biggest beef. Is ratings right? is my biggest thing. You don't I've lost thousands of dollars because I can't Whoa. get people to pay me the broker fee because of this. What? There well there's nothing to hold over their head. There's oh. not I mean you have 60 days to pay me now, right? Now I get the 60 days, but the, if they don't care, they don't care. Nobody nobody's trusts these ratings anymore because everybody just writes whatever the hell they want on here. There's no control issue or or nobody monitoring whether it's true or not. Where before if you gave someone a retaliatory rating because you gave them a negative because they didn't pay you and you provided proof of that now they can just go on and say they're lying i paid them or they're they did this or they did that whether it's true or not there's nobody to stop any of that it's just whatever anybody wants to put so if you think of it that way then it's all lies how can you trust it wow right whoa i mean what's you know it's amazing i i thought we were going to kind of focus on this a little bit Mm -hmm. And that reviews update has really got you on fire. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you can't since. be alone. You can't be alone. No, I can't be. No, there's no way. And no. I mean, it's... So, I want to talk about the broker fee for a second. So, you're saying... Because we... Okay, what's broker fee? Broker fee is an amount of money that... Let's say you're a carrier and you agree to move a load for 800 and the broker fee is uh, is a hundred, right? So you get eight hundred COD, and really, so the carrier pay is seven hundred. Carrier right. pay is. I'm going to show you my little notes here. My the carrier pay is seven hundred, but I'm going to collect eight hundred COD. I'm going to pay the broker one hundred. Right. What's to force me to actually pay the broker once I collect the eight hundred? Right. Nothing. Not much. Yeah, not no. much. No. But you're saying you used to use reviews to get make sure you got that money. Right, because we'd say, okay, look, you... And, and I mean, don't get me wrong, we still say that, but there's nothing really... They, I mean, it, say we give them a negative, like we just got a call from somebody we gave a negative to for... Um, and that was the other thing, it was like before we could give them a negative, but take it off once they paid us. Now I wait until 60 days because that's the rule, 60 days. I wait till the very last minute to whether they're going to pay me or not. They get a negative, it stays on there. And we just got a call from a guy now and he's like, I didn't know about it. I was using a dispatch service. They never told me that they had, I had to pay you a broker fee. I got a negative. What can we do about this? Well, yeah, you can pay me. Um, and you can, this is what I told him to do. I said, go into reviews, say that you paid me. I'll respond and say, yes, he did. But that's all about all you can do for it. And if they don't catch it, 
if it's past the 60 days, there's nothing anybody can do. Like, I can't review it back. He can't review it. It's just a done deal, and it cannot be removed. And you can't imagine all... When we're... Like, when I get a, a load, and I'm going to broker it out to a transporter, and you look at all the reviews, and they're saying, well, they haven't paid. And they may have paid. Sometimes they say, yes, I did pay, or, or I've seen them on there. I'm sorry we screwed up. We got the payment from these people, and we gave them a negative gave a negative to the wrong company and central won't remove it that's true they won't they won't have anything to do with any of this stuff any longer yes, so there's there, you can't make a mistake so if you accidentally give a bad review to the wrong company that company gets screwed then they're pissed at you and you i've contacted them and said we gave the review to the wrong company and they're like too bad you know so what are you supposed to do about it? there's no there's nothing coming back for it. once you get that review it's done um, I don't really care for that either. I don't know if that's necessarily fair. So, I don't wow. know. Wow. Well, reviews suck. No, so, it sounds to me like nobody's following up with you and asking you about reviews. No, no, no. They've, yeah. I mean, we went over this when we first, I mean, I had a meeting with them when they were first talking about doing this. But I was never told that once it's reviewed, it's a done deal. One, and like when they started in February, everything that we hadn't reviewed wasn't going to happen. We couldn't review them any longer, that kind of thing. When's so, the last time you had a meeting with them? Months. Um, they were going to come to me, I thought it was last January, if I'm not mistaken, and make me a part of where they did this every quarter, but I haven't heard from them since before that. So, so what, do you, what do you think has changed? I, well, I think the problem is, you know, they're, they're techies and, and I get it, but these are real live people that you're dealing with well, too. The, We're not the, just dealing the, with the tech. tech. The tech seems to work. Yeah. It's not it's, a tech problem. It's the, is it? No, it's not a tech problem. It's <laughs> right. the follow through part of it, of what really happens when it actually it, goes through and they don't look at it that way because they're not out there on the road they're not the per people doing that you know here's, what i mean here's devin i'm reading a comment in the live chat okay i'm reading okay. a comment in the live chat okay uh that's for the gentleman in the briefcases central dispatch really doesn't care and have the audacity to raise the prices next month right okay true now i mean that so one uh, somebody could say well we're used to that channel always bags on us. They don't matter. Is that, I mean, or is that where we're at? Because I don't Probably. know. I mean, well, I can't name many companies that, that would just week after week not give a crap that, that's happening. Yeah. I mean, maybe TQL, but don't you think TQL cares? No. <laughs> no, I don't. How about this, Lot Chat? Can you name companies in auto logistics that just don't give a? Please put it in the live chat. Okay. Yeah, put it in the live chat. We're gonna take a poll. Top ten companies in auto logistics. Oh, here we go. Thank you. Bye. Top ten companies in auto logistics that just don't give an f. Please put it in the live chat. Thanks for playing. Elena says, I love how many companies are switching to SD. I want to read some of these live chats, some good stuff in here. Okay. And Peach, uh, really good point, Michael. Michael Peach Transport has been contributing a lot lately. And um, uh, 
live audience, small carriers, couple of dispatchers. See, here's what's interesting. And I just made a note of this too. See, and I can prove it because I just I write, I write things down. Oh, pre-owned auto logistics. Thanks for the notepad. Um, I'll be seeing them next week at Used Car Week. Shout out, Dana. Carrie. Let's see, there's Jeremy and uh, Colby. And uh, let's see here. So um, my live audience is different from my on-demand audience. Isn't that interesting? This gets back into... There's the folks that want to tune in live. And I mean... I, here's what's interesting. I get it. I would I would want to tune in live, but I don't know if I have the time. That's why I don't. I no longer take the views personally, like live views, because people go and watch on demand when they have time. You can skip through. You can listen to the podcast. Get a lot of podcast downloads too. The podcast download number surprised me because um, it's going up. And in fact, like people. The most listened to podcast platform is, a is Apple Podcasts, and I don't do anything to promote that. So I don't know. It's interesting. Um, the most social media I do is LinkedIn. Okay. So, uh, but thank you, Peach. I think you're right. In the live audience on Dispatching Live, you have carriers and dispatchers. On the live audience on Tuesdays, you have more of the dealer, broker, auction tech. As well as carriers and some dispatchers. And in fact, you know, less carriers tune in on Tuesdays because, and I was having a conversation, this is going to really, this is going to aggravate. I don't know if I should say this. I don't want to, I don't want to trigger anybody. Should I wait? I'm going to wait. We're going to do trigger information later in the show. Yeah, that's the right thing to okay. do. Okay. Uh, I'm making a note. Remind me. Trigger information. We'll end the show with trigger information. So stick around to the end of the show for trigger information. That sounds like a new segment on ATI. <laughs> uh, welcome to Auto Transport. You can do whatever you want. I was just talking to somebody else about how this is... I, I say... I end the show. If you send me an email, if you did whatever it is, if you disagree with me, that you know you can you can no Jay, you can't do whatever you want. No, I've never received an email saying no Jay, you can't do whatever you want in auto transport. Not in seven years, because you can. You can do whatever you want. I mean, you shouldn't be able to, but you can. And uh, you know, the number one tech company in auto transport sets the tone. Am I right? I mean, right? You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Okay. I better, I better, better watch it. They're gonna load up the briefcases. Uh, Elena said, uh, "Hey, what's up, Devin? By the way, it's good to see you. I'll give you a digital bell. Which one is it?" Uh, let's see. TQL paid my driver six fifty to another company. Oh yeah, I remember that story. Uh, until I got their nice broker bond guy to make them pay. Yeah, like that's crazy. Why is it so hard to get paid in logistics? Well, then we got that story coming up. Okay. TQL blows last month. We killed it. Port rates are sky high. Good job, Devin. See, now there's interesting. I really like that. Now, uh, you find a niche and you mine the gold. Find the niche, mine the gold. Find the niche, mine the gold. And don't say anything to anybody. And yeah, Michael, send me that TQL video. That sounds good. Kicking up dust. It's great to see you in here again. Um, Super Dispatch is on the rise. Now, it's interesting you say that. 
I had somebody talking to me about Central Dispatch yesterday, and I'm I, I'm I'm just gonna say nothing bad. Just talking about Central Dispatch, uh, Super Dispatch. See, talk about Super Dispatch. What's their strategy? What's their growth? What's their market penetration? What does it look like in five years? And um, those are all really good questions. I don't think I can actually, I don't think I can give those answers. But I do know this is that Super Dispatch was participating in ATI probably half of this year. That was really cool, really interesting. We hope they come back in 2024 and do some more great stuff. So we're looking forward to that. Okay. Hey, DDD is here. What's going on? Digital Bell. Okay. Um, since you can do whatever you want in auto transport, Sue? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Sue writes to me, is this some BS or what? This was after it was dropped and billed out. I said, yep. what are we talking about, Sue? So She said, yeah. What? So Sue, here's the document. What is yep. this? What is this? So, and by the this way, this name the that broker. Sheet. Yeah. This is a load sheet and the rate confirmation. Okay. Did the load. We took the load, just so you know, on Friday to drop, pick up Monday, drop Tuesday. We dropped it on Tuesday. I get an email from them saying, um, we sent you the wrong rate confirmation. We need you to accept this new one and send it back to us. And it's for $266. I sent them an email back and I said, I am not going to accept this. This is not correct. I have a rate confirmation with the correct amount that I signed on Friday. I still have not heard back from them. But talk about some, yeah. Now, yeah. how is this the wrong? Okay, let's dive Same into Same one, this. right? Yeah, yeah, this is, a, I mean, okay. Let's go into it because, and, and, I mean, and you know, what's amazing, we know there's plenty, of, and I'm just going to, you know, this is why I have a waiver. Right. We know there's bait and switch all the time when oh, yeah. you call a load. Yes. But this would be bait and switch after you got the load. Yeah, this is after I've delivered the load. After you've delivered, oh my God. Okay, so the carrier out of Woodlands, Texas, agreed to a $400 quick pay, which actually gives them 388 because this right. broker is also a bank. Right. Right. So right. they have a $12 processing fee, which is at least cheaper than Vegas. Yeah, it's 3% is what they charge, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, cheaper sure. than also basically um, yeah. factoring company usually, too. So Forget about it. We're going to charge yeah. you a fee because yeah. we're, all, we're all banks now. Yeah. You know, like when when people need to borrow money from me for a couple days, I charge them 5%. Yeah. F it. Right. So, <laughs> so... It's picking up in Westfield, Texas. I don't yes. charge people to borrow money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, especially when they've worked for it. That's another thing, too. Good job, son. Well done shoveling the driveway. Now, I, uh, I'll, if I pay you now for shoveling the driveway, I'm going to have to charge you 5% as your dad. Okay? Now... <laughs> I could pay you for shoveling the driveway. I could pay you in 30 days at the full amount. All right? But since you shoveled the driveway, if you want the money now, I'm taking 5%. <laughs> I mean, that, come on. Anyways, 
Uh, it's picking up in Westfield, Texas. It's going to Abbeville, Louisiana. It was picked up. It was delivered. It's a 2023 Ford Bronco Sport. Okay? Yep. That's the original signed to $400 minus 3% agreement. Yep. Picked up on the 30th, delivered on the 31st, 233 miles. We don't want to miss anything. Because, oh my gosh. Wait. No, that was the wrong dispatch sheet. Here's the correct one. Picking up in Westfield, Texas, delivering in Abbeville, Louisiana, yep. 2023 Ford Bronco Sport. Yep. Same oh, number. scheduled pickup was a month ago. Oh, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Did did we miss the SLA and we got to screw the carrier? Because the, yeah. is that what this is? Yeah, I think they screwed is? up. Yeah, oh. I think that's probably their fee involved in it. Is oh, what I think crap. We're not taking a hit. We're passing this on to the carrier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just tell them. Listen, here's what we're going to do. All right, everybody sit around the conference room. Here's what we're going to do. Now, we realize the origin is the same. The destination is the same. The mileage is the same. But we messed up by a month, or it's a typo, whatever it is. Who cares? We're not taking the hit. Just sit. Just call them. Just call them and tell them. We got it wrong. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm Good job, right everybody. Now. Rock and roll. We're the best. Yeah. <sighs> right. And this is the expression of the VP in the corner office that hears about this on ATI. Like, oh, God. Really? That freaking channel again? Talking about? Oh. Well, listen, If don't stink it up and you won't end up live on ATI. Alright? Okay. Ding! Um, and this actually came in too, which is ironic. So I work for Echo Park Automotive. And they are a big part of the company. Sometimes we get issues from the transporters that come to Echo Park. Why can't most of the transporters understand we have to notate damages and you guys send us the new rule? We have to mark damages regardless, even if they marked it just like yesterday. I had to press the middle button, you know, the orange and press STI, because he refused to allow me to notate damage. So everybody's really happy. Just loving it. Good work, everybody. But you know, it was the dispatcher. <laughs> um, before we go on to the dispatcher, let's see here. Oh, Elena, you can say it all day long. I just can't. My hands are tied. I can't do that. That'd be terrible. I might run into them at used car week. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be looking for me. Uh, let's see here. Where is... Oh, okay. Brian says he'll do his best. Uh, no problem either way. This is actually why... This is one of the reasons why live carrier advice uh, came to its finale. He's just he's just busy. He's very busy, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, Brian's really busy. Brian is really busy. Oh, no! Oh, no, Elena! Oh my goodness. Um Brian is really <laughs> Brian is really busy. And um 
And and actually, so am I. That's the thing too. We both needed more of our time back. I I'm I'm, I'm I feel like I'm work. I work all day. I'm now down to two shows a week, and um, because we have put the series finale on Cars on the Move as well. So I've just got the Tuesday and the Thursday, and I'm I'm busy all day. Whether it's phone calls, or I'm working on marketing, or I'm working on YouTube Shorts, which actually that's a lot of work. I know, Jay. Oh, Jay. Okay. All right. We had this show Tuesday, the other day, Halloween special, Broker versus Carrier. Now, Sue was having audio issues when we were talking about getting to know your dispatcher. Sue, did you see this? Yeah, but I couldn't. I could see, but I couldn't hear anything that was going on. All right. <laughs> Until I finally got on the phone. Well, this is, it's, it's your lucky day because we are going to revisit Know Your Dispatcher. Okay. Okay. So, Stannis, I don't know where in the heck this came from. And I had to fuzz the faces out. <laughs> uh, Stannis works night ops in Lithuania office, has zero math skills, becomes agitated when he's asked to calculate driver hours, which is funny because that was me. Uh, I mean, I would drive, I, actually, I would, I would, my drivers would ask me to like calculate and map out every pickup and every delivery. And I'm like, no, no. What about booking loads? What about verifying loads? Can I focus on what's going to keep you loaded? Doing Google Maps homework is not. That doesn't add to the revenue. I realize we need it, but and then this and Stannis also sells DMT to his coworkers. Now, Vassal. By the way, you'll notice a pattern in the names. Hmm? They're they're Irish, and. Uh, uh, Vassal has worked for four different truck companies this year. Always his decision to leave. He posts every truck as VM. What is VM? Do you know what VM is? That sounds like freight talk. Uh, Devin says, don't forget they don't speak English. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, so this is going over really well. Like a Led Zeppelin, as some would say. Like a Led Zeppelin. All right, we'll keep moving. Oh, that was it. Wait a minute. That was it. Oh, I don't have any more, and Brian's not here. Oh, Brian, no response. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. So this could be a shorter show. Okay. Boy, I never say that. Because we're so used to having the guest show. Uh, let me tell you, let's talk about some future shows while we're here. Um, we've got, this could be cool. We've got, oh, Rob Stevenson. Oh, no, oh, before him. Okay, Freight Validate with Nathaniel. I want to ask you, are, what are you doing to vet carriers right now, Sue? Um, the usual, like, um, we get their certs, we read their reviews, um, you know, just the usual stuff that we always do is grab all their paperwork, make, you know, if if they're brand new, I usually will give people a shot as long as I can get all their documentation. Um, you can also look them up on the Safer website, FMCSA. I will be honest with you, most of my people uh, have worked with me, so it's very few and far between I uh, get newbies. Okay, 
tell. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm going to read some notes from a conversation I had yesterday. We might just go into that trigger. We might just go into triggered information right now. Um, all right. We were talking about, I'm reading off of a, uh, I've got, I took some notes on my laptop here, and so I'm going to read off of that. And by the way, you can share your screen. Let's look at some loads, too. Okay. We'll go another 20 minutes. Now, I was asking, I was asking this guy, who I've known for quite a while, and he's worked as a broker, that's been his, you know, main career in auto logistics. He's a cool guy. And so, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't make stuff up or, or, you know, have to garnish the truth with cherries and crap. Okay, so he says he thinks that a majority of, of carriers are starving right now. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's true? You, oh, yeah. You agree? Okay. Absolutely. Major majority of carriers are starving right now. Let's talk about that. Live chat. Are a majority of carriers starving right now? Do you think this is true? And 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 let's talk about why. Um, and for example, like he believes that a majority of carriers are taking cheap loads because they're desperate just to stay loaded. Now, I don't mean like super cheap, 50 bucks less, but not, you know. Carriers are not able to dictate the the dollars that they need to cover right. their costs and make the right money they need to grow right. a business. Right. You think that's true? Oh yeah. They they have us basically by the balls okay. right they now. They do, and that would explain why. That's interesting you say that because that would explain why. Let's just let's just do it again. Let's just let's let's try. You know what? What we did was. We're gonna we're gonna back the truck up and drive over the body again. Alright? That's yeah. why like this stuff you can you can you can maybe pull this off, right? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. carriers are desperate. Really now, what are you doing in this situation? Oh, I've already told them we're not doing this. I have proof. I already sent them the proof. And I said they need to get it corrected. And if I don't get an answer back here today, I'm going to call a manager over there. Okay. Because I've had them do this to me before. Oh, really? This yes. has happened before? Yes. Not with this driver, but with another driver down in Florida. Um, we did it on the show. They We had a two-pack and a single unit, I believe is what we talked about. And they reduced it in half. And I said, oh. I've got the proof of this load. And I had to talk to about five different people until they finally said, okay, we understand we're going to correct it right now. And we got it corrected. And this is, like, this is total. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll tell you what's interesting. And thank you, kicking up dust. Stomach touching the backbone, right? Starving. Yeah, majority of Americans yeah. starving. People are, people are starving. Yeah. People are hungry. Not everybody. Yeah. Um, and, um, even Craig Fuller of Freight Waves, he's talking about trucking recession, capacities down. Um, do, uh, here's what I want to ask. Do you think even this company, the reason they had to do this is because maybe they are? No. They're fine. I think they're fine. I think what, uh, you know what I think happened on this? What? 
I think someone posted on there which included their fee and they're trying to recoup their fee. Uh, okay, so this, they gave away their fee. That's so what I think they... has happened. But that's not my problem. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Well, what do you think of this scheduled pickup September 29th business? Is that a typo or what's going on there? I, yeah. And here, look I at this. Know. Date carrier signed 1027. Is that right? Um, let's see. They Did gave... you book it on the 27th and then they're I think trying so. to. I'm looking at my. Right? And they're trying Friday to say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't understand. Mm -hmm. If they were so meticulous on the date carrier signed, how did scheduled pickup get weird? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, here's that. the only thing. This may be what happened. Because this is at like a rail yard that came in on the boats, uh, I believe. Because um, you can pick up 24-7. And as you can see, you have to have the safety vest, da 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 um, And it had a bay number. So yeah, maybe it got delayed. Stuff. Or maybe it didn't yeah. have a chip. I don't know. It's something to that effect is what I would think why the dates are so wonky. The dates are weird. Mm -hmm. If I was, yeah. If I was with the lead detective on this case, I'd say, what's up with the dates? Where's 929? Where'd that come from? Yeah. And the thing is, and, and that's... You got it? No, why no. isn't 929 on here anywhere? Good point. Or is it? And you know, oh, by the way, okay, you can't see it, but look, it's out at the bottom. This was signed on. It's even, isn't that interesting? 1027. Yeah, I mean, their world. own system yeah. has it listed of when it was signed. Oh, well, really you might want to remove that from the system because that's not going to help us in the detective's office. No. I mean, they have this. You know they have this. They, if they think I wasn't, I keep all of this stuff. Plus, I have the original email when they sent it to me I and mean, I signed for it. Are they up in the, cor in the VP's corner office right now? And this is, he's saying, oh, my God. <laughs> are they, they're live right now talking about this? Yeah, I, well, and, maybe. And they're looking at it. <laughs> I would be. And they're looking at it, and they're like, yeah, where did 929 come from? Why is he talking about 929? And and why are we, what are we doing here? I mean, the kid, well, I, the kid shoveled the driveway, just pay him. Let me look at the original actual sheet, if it shows that on there, too. Hold on. Because I just sent you the rate con. But we just dropped this, so let me see. And I mean, you know, we're just, dude... I mean, here, kicking up dust is telling you the guy needs to eat. It's not like, I mean, it's not like this can, you, you can, you can't just say, oh, yeah, you're right. No problem. It's not like it pays that great anyways. I mean, what are we talking about? 233 miles. What does that pay? I guess that's not bad, right? Which is why that was booked. Yeah, that's why I booked it. Yep. And I guess, well, then someone can say, well, Jay, 233 miles paying 275 That's a dollar a mile. Here, the phone's ringing. Right. Not, <laughs> I think it's the BP in the corner office. Now, on my original sheet from them, it really? does not show that date anywhere. <laughs> Weird. Um. Hmm. It's right? only that's on the new sheet that they sent to me. See, and that's what I was thinking. But see, this is more of the, this is just a rate agreement. Right. Whereas this is, 
more. This contains your BOL and all that stuff, right? Well, but it also says rate agreement at the top, too. Isn't that interesting? Ah. Uh... That's what they want me to sign and send back, and I'm refusing. I'm not. So they, okay, so they're asking you to sign it and send it back. Yep. And you not said, doing. no, I'm not signing it. Nope. And they're saying, and then well, what they did they say? Me. We're, we're, what did they say about this? We're, oh, we, we're not paying that. That's we were wrong. That was an error. Uh, they haven't answered me at all. Did you sign this, or did you have to? I mean, it's in their no, system. No, that's the that one I signed originally. That's that's the correct <laughs> one. Yeah. I, I mean, isn't is it a deal's a deal, right? A contract's yeah. a contract. Well, that's a contract. I mean, I could go to their broker bond company and say, they need to pay me this. They know that too. That's a contract. We followed through with what we were going to do. We picked up on the day we were supposed to. We delivered on the day we were supposed to. We have a signed bill of lading. There's no damages. They cannot do what they're trying to do. Wow. And maybe some people would just agree to that. I'm not agreeing to that. And and let's. I always like to ask, what would the shippers say if they heard? The, I mean, this is. Isn't this like? I mean, it's picking up with at the, a rail. This is like a new vehicle, right? Yeah, it's brand new. Well, not brand new, but brand new. Yeah. But I guess maybe the maybe the client wouldn't care. They'd be like, "Yeah, stick it to them." Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, we need it cheaper. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Did you get that guy? Oh yeah, it was so good. Woo! Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> no, that but that's not right. I mean, that's not right. Maybe everybody right now is in the corn is in they're in the VP's office and everybody's like really worried. You think that's the deal? No. <laughs> no. Dang it. So, um let's see here. Okay, so me and the broker guy we're talking about, um, all right, so let's talk about why is freight down? I mean, we have to, it's more than just freight is down. Okay, so you've got um, people that were relocating in the POV space, right? They're not relocating as much as they were. Right. Because COVID is over. So you got POV. POV could be down. And this yeah. is where, like, what I would like to know, I, w I probably won't get the same but i guess if i did some research man jake if you just did some darn work i would like to get some pov move statistics all right i'm gonna write that down pov pov move stats because we're assuming pov moves are down okay we're gonna assume that uh dealers now dealer trades dealer acquisition i don't know if that's down just like new car deliveries. I think new car deliveries are down somewhat. Not, It's not terrible yet. Anyways, we're trying to write auction sales. We know that auction sales are down. You know that at auctions, right? After, what happens after the sale at the auction? Usually get unmoved, yeah. Right, right? those cars need to get moved. Okay, so that's a lot of business for transporters. Well, two things have happened. One is... Now there's more digital auction sales, which means onesies, twosies everywhere, which changes a nine cars lane. Right. The other thing is that traditional auction sales are down. So there's less vehicles being transported after the sale. Many of those vehicles are rerunning in the sale, and that means nobody had to move anything. The car was already there. They rerun it again. Or maybe they send it to another auction or send it back to the dealer. But anyways, now repossession should be up. 
Let's talk about repossession loads. Sue, are you... Do you book many repo loads, or where are you on that? <laughs> Silence. She'll come back to us. I said... I told the broker that I didn't think people believed in really paying very well for shipping. What do you guys think of that? The philosophy of auto logistics cost. I mean, you think about it. Like, Amazon is almost negligible. We, we barely even notice our shipping costs for Amazon, right? Right. I mean... Well, I don't pay anything, but... Yeah, yeah it's almost, it seems like it's almost free. And I know this is true because when I buy... Oh, Brian's here. When I buy, Brian will bring in a second. Uh, when I buy something like, let's say I buy some cigars and they whack me on shipping. Mm -hmm. I just said they whack me. Then They didn't whack me. They charged me what shipping costs. Right. But I feel like I'm getting whacked because I'm so used to all this cheap shipping. I believe yeah. that this phenomenon exists and that when people are told that they got to ship a car for a grand, they fall out of their chairs. Yes. Even when it's like a Rolls Royce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially the Rolls Royce. <laughs> yep. What? And they don't, they don't want that shit enclosed even. They want no. it open cheap. <laughs> and so people don't believe in paying very much money for shipping. I believe this is a problem. Yeah. Now, uh, people also... You know, this is what's interesting. The law keeps going up on trucking. But the expectation of cost keeps going down. Right. Dealers keep expecting transportation costs to actually go down. Yeah, that's That's a true happen. statement. Many yeah. dealers, many yeah. dealers expect transportation costs to go down because of economies of scale, because of technology, and I don't know. Yeah, it, it's still it's still a driver out there still paying fuel. So I don't know how they think that works, but and, you know. And so right and, and right uh, fuel that was another thing I was expenses the, all go up. Yeah. Well, on the West Coast, fuel's up. Parts are down, which means parts cost more. And you tell that to somebody that doesn't need a part, they do not care. No, until they need the part. No. It's, and then they can't like, figure out why it takes a month to get to them. It's like it's like talking about you know well, you're gonna get a cavity. Okay, so I don't have one, though. Yeah. But then once you get one, you're like, oh, my God, stop the presses. I've got a cavity. Well, let's think about this. If Central can raise their prices, what makes, I mean, same concept. That's right. right. That's right. There's, it, it, it's headed, everything's headed in the wrong direction. as yeah. far, And that's where, like, I know, I know, there's, there's 10 people watching or whatever, if you watch videos on YouTube, because I checked, there are still guys making videos about getting, making money with your truck. And guess what? It's all new guys. Of course it is. It's all new. And it'll be a whole new set of guys in three years. Or less. Anybody making videos about making money, trucking and car hauling, pretty much stops doing it within five years. Right. And the reason I know that is because I've been here the whole time. Well, since 2017. But I've now seen a few cycles. And what's here's what sucks. The return on making that get-rich-quick video 
let's say you get 50,000 views for making a get rich quick video. Let's make let's round it off at 100k, which isn't common. Well, you need a million views to make 4 grand. So, if you got 100,000 views, you still only made $400 to make 100,000 people believe that they're going to get rich trucking. Was it worth it? Was was it really worth $400 to let a section of the trucking community know that you didn't tell them everything about this business? Is it really worth it? No. I mean, can we pass a hat and give 500 bucks to every get rich quick YouTuber idea? <laughs> Oh my god, you hear what the guy said on ATI? <laughs> it's true, it's not worth it. Don't make videos of get-rich-quick crap. It isn't worth it. Do me a favor, stick around. Right after this, we're going to be live with your DOT guy, Brian Riker, for some live career advice. We'll be right back. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Hey, welcome back to ATI, everybody. Thank you so much. I'm putting the links in the live chat for Sue. You can email her, you can call her, go to murphyautotransportservices.com. She is a fully licensed broker, and she's a professional dispatcher. So whatever you're looking for, if you want to stay loaded, if you need to move a car, if you have a question, she knows about broker packets. Sue, you, you do a lot in that office. I, we do do a lot, and I do have some open spots. I have a new um, dispatcher that needs some uh, spots filled. So, and he does the larger car haulers too. So if anybody has a seven or eight or nine, he's ready as well. So, but yeah, we do brokerage, we do dispatching, you know, I answer questions. <laughs> so yeah, anytime anybody needs anything, you can text me or email me and I can pretty much answer just about everything. Thanks for what you do, Sue. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Thanks for jumping in the live chat saying hello. All right, Brian is going to give us a little bit of time. Um, Brian, I think you can you hear me, Brian? Yes, I can, Jay. Sorry, I can't do video at this oh, moment. No video, no problem at all. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Sue, why don't you bring up the load board? Okay. And while we catch up with Brian, I know every time I say, I always say, hey, Sue, why don't you bring up the load board? And then I grab the screen back and share some more crap. <laughs> it's typical. This is ATI. Um, so, Brian, how the heck are you, man? What's happening? Ah, I'm wonderful, Jay. It's good to talk to you again. It's been yeah. a while, my friend. It is. It's great to hear your voice. Now, are you uh, are you at a show or, I don't know, are you on the road? or? I don't <laughs> I, I, I'm on the road. On the I'm going to be working with a friend of mine doing some tow truck driver training in the Kansas City area oh, this that's weekend. Right. So I'm close to you. Team. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you're actually in like uh, Olathe or Lenexa or. Yes. 
Oh, yes. okay. So tow truck driver training. Tell us more about that. What does that look like? That is um, <clears throat> light, medium, heavy duty drivers and classroom training. Talk about principles and theory. Then practice it in the yard where you hook up the things and roll them over, lift them, learn what your equipment can do, what not to do with it, and help make better operators, safer operators. They're going to make good, competent decisions. Kind of just like in your world where we've been asked to train people how to load their car haulers so that we don't have the flip of the week and, and stuff like that. You know, tow truck drivers need, need education as well. I thought of you. I saw a I saw a potential flip of the week. The guy was driving a wedge, driving uh, probably like a I don't know. It was like a 3500. It's not like it was a problem, but he did have a medium to large SUV up on number 1. And he was on, I don't know if he was on the interstate, I can't remember, and I thought, you know, he's probably headed somewhere. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. It's, it's you probably see it all day. You're all, I think you're always I think my point is, you're always going to see this stuff every day all the time. It's just, it's part of the collective unconsciousness that you can just do that. Yes, it, it's just like when you buy a new green car, all you see is that same make and model in that mm -hmm. same color everywhere. Mm -hmm. we, we, we just focus on what we're thinking about at the moment. And, and so, yes, I focus on DOT violations, especially with car haulers and tow trucks, because that's been most of my adult life. We were talking about, uh, so I was, t I was saying how I was talking to a broker friend of mine yesterday, and we were talking about the industry, that carriers are hungry, and capacity's down, costs are up. What's it like in the towing industry? Not much different. Not much um, different, really? The, the, it's very similar to the entry-level auto transport world, where if you can afford to buy a truck and afford to make the insurance payment, there are very few regulations beyond the same stuff that uh, your audience has to comply with to become a tower. And there are brokers in the towing industry, we just call them dis, uh, motor clubs or um, call aggregators. Um, they call them dispatch services, but not the same as you do in your world. And so they're the ones that have the contracts with the state farms and all states and stuff like that and they give the work out there's just like in your world there's apps where you can just sign up and be the uber of towing where you're the nearest truck and you get a call dispatched to you whether you actually know what you're doing or not it's very yeah. similar world and so part of my mission as you know i've worked with the towing industry forever is to professionalize and and train in that industry does let's okay let's say you're in the towing industry do you rely on word of mouth marketing triple a just driving uh, around i mean yeah how do you grow business all, all of the above uh towing's a little different than the auto transport for that most people will start out with some motor club contracts like being a contractor for triple a or areas you're very familiar with in your world, they'll start out as a contract hauler for Copart or insurance auto auctions. And um, then they start 
picking up a little work here and there because people see their trucks, see their phone number painted on the side of it. And then when they have built up, they have a facility that meets the standards for police rotation. They sign up and hopefully they get qualified to re receive calls from law enforcement when there's crashes or impounds. And that's how you build it. Very organic, just like building a transport company. What's it cost to get in as an owner-operator tow truck driver? Very, very similar to your world. Tow trucks are expensive. A brand new light duty uh, entry-level truck is over a hundred grand today. Used trucks are through the roof too. Thirty, fifty thousand dollars for a wore-out truck. So you're you're gonna drop six figures to get started right away. Mm. And is there a lot? I'm sure. I'm guessing there's a lot of owner-operator tow truck drivers? Uh, not as many as you no. would think, but no. there uh, there are a lot of small two to five truck fleets in the towing industry. I wonder if there's a YouTube video, Get Rich Towing. You think there is? <laughs> I'm sure there is, Jay. <laughs> you think it's real helpful and informative? Uh, <laughs> yeah. How to make, oh, how, here we go. How to make the most money towing. How I got my first tow truck. Let, yeah, let's. Here we go. This is interesting. Uh, let's it, see. It's very similar to the auto transport world. Very, very similar. Um, and of course, the first YouTube short is a lady with. I don't know if she's going to take her top off. So there you go. That's why you get into towing. Let's, let's see. Make 5000 Here we go. Make 5000 a week. Oh, oh my God. Look, no way. Sue, this is crazy. <laughs> I literally just said. Not not that guy. Look at this. Make five grand a week with a pickup truck side hustle. How many views did he get, Sue? One hundred thousand views, just like I said. Oh wait, you can't exactly see like you said. Didn't I, I mean? Did I just call that or what? Jay, that happens in every industry. There's always somebody that's going to be the get rich quick person and, and sue's like there he goes again taking my screen away you're fine <laughs> but it that is weird it, and, and look i mean whether it's a little bit of extra cash or a six-figure income we think there's no better way than to make quick extra money you want to weigh in on that is that a great way can you make five grand a week no you cannot <laughs> just like you can't effectively be a part-time trucking company owner being a part-time tow truck uh business owner is not going to end any better for do, you <laughs> do you do you see am i the only one that sees this whole like side hustle thinking is like like i side hustle i realize like part-time job second job third job a, but side a hustle. side hustle is making crafts in your garage to sell at the flea market or or something like that. A a a side hustle is being an electrician or a plumber that does jobs on the side in your normal trade. I don't think owning a pickup truck and trailer to haul cars or hot shop freight is a side hustle. Yeah, how exactly what would be your first hustle? I'm a surgeon. Something. I'm a, like you're a surgeon with a trucking side hustle. Hey, I've trained for Class A driver's license. Scalpel. And it was a uh, chemist with a PhD. Oh, 
Oh, hang on. I got to move a car. Hold on. Let me. Yep. Let me just pinch the kidney here. <laughs> like, what is this? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I, how would you I decide don't, how I don't either. Talking? I don't get that. Well, you can't legally because of hours of service. And, oh, is uh, that right? Le oh, well, yeah. shoot. Legally? The, the, Why the, did the you have to bring thing... that up? to a side hustle in towing is owning an auto repair facility and right. having a tow truck for servicing your own customers that organically grows into a towing service. And that's the way a lot of the successful companies have started is they started with a corner gas station with a repair bay, which basically doesn't exist today and they developed a tow truck used to be a tool to bring repair work into your shop now that things go back to dealers and other highly specialized auto repair centers that model just isn't as popular in our industry anymore all right sue i mean at this time let's search for some loads who's got a load <laughs> okay. search all right can we get a route scout in here let's do a route scout and i guarantee I got I got a real hunch that whatever we scout is gonna require some input from Brian. I just I'm feeling lucky on this thing. <laughs> um, so you're I doing have a Dallas right now. You're you're, you're doing and I can see. Uh, I think I see. I don't know. It's a Y mail. Okay, so you're doing tow truck driver training right now, Brian. And um, we yes. know that you answer questions about DOT issues. Is there an issue right now, whether it's broker, DOT, undercarriage, freight, car hauling, TQL, no. convoy? What do you want to talk about? Oh, there's so many issues. Uh, with the recent failure of convoy and their conceptual um, AI-based brokerage house, we learned a valuable lesson about not putting all your eggs in one basket because a lot of good owner operators are going to be burnt because of only using one brokerage. Um, but if we're going to talk about stuff like that, we have the problems with brokerages. We have the problems with double brokering, which is leading to... Um, fraud where the carrier actually hauls the load doesn't get paid we have problems with uh increased dot compliance we're going to see the the current administration has very high hopes for a lot of increased regulations although we do have some legislative that is set up to counter that with things such as the speed limiter mandate but we're, we're looking at a whole lot happening and not enough money for you to be able to afford to comply. <laughs> oh, no. That would that actually you just summed it up. Uh, yes. There's you're not going to make enough money to comply with all the rules. <laughs> that that's the hard part. And, wow. and then we have emissions uh, increasing again. The Pennsylvania Motor Truck Association. So the Pennsylvania Trucking Association just filed suit along with a couple of their members against the uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania about them automatically adopting California Air Resource Board uh, regulations because Pennsylvania oh, is adopting carb, carb regulations. Oh, carb. Oh, God. Yep. You know, talking about carb is like... I'd rather talk about AB5 than CARB. 
<laughs> Am I alone? I mean, like, carb is like... like <clears throat> there are a kajillion problems, and we're still focused on air quality? Yes. I mean, right? Like, does that mean that there's, like, somebody has a lobbyist that just won't stop? When will Danny pick up? Like, who could Tomorrow it be? Like, the next day. like, I don't know. Um, hey, Sue, so Devin's got DMV to North Carolina. What's DMV? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. I happen to remember this one, and I wondered if everybody knew. DMV, it's the Delmarvilla Peninsula, right? Well, I I don't know. Okay, so we all have guesses. I think DMV means DC Metro, uh, DC Maryland Virginia. Okay, it could be. I it think could it is. be. Am I right? Does uh, does DMV stand for DC Maryland Virginia? it up with the assumption that that is correct <laughs> oh Devin, yeah i think it i'm pretty sure it is so what you do is do you dc 100 miles around dc yeah yeah maryland yeah. virginia this is what i got up well so. and do do this i think here's what you do take out maryland virginia and just do 100 miles around dc that's can. still Maryland and Virginia. Yeah, but it takes out some of the wonky, like, you know, it's going to take out Virginia Beach and Southwest Virginia. Yeah. Uh, kicking up dust. Hey, Brian, how do you get a TDLR license? And Very good it? question. That oh, is the is. Texas Department of Regulation, Licensing and Regulation. And so there are two parts to a TDLR license as they pertain to towing uh one is the operator card where you have to undergo classroom and for your first time ever hands-on training then you can do uh online refresher so you have to do retraining be recertified and uh you get different classes of tdlr license uh, consent towing which is the lowest class that means the customer hired you and wants you to move their vehicle then private property or incident management so for doing towaways or police work on the highway then as the facility that employs you or is the owner operator owns a towing company your facility gets inspected by TDLR and has a whole bunch of regulations to meet and business hours and office space and storage facilities and so on and um, so the best way to get them is to contact the Southwest Tow Operators that's SWTOW dot com the Southwest Tow Operators is the Texas Towing Association and they can give you advice on what you need to do and they can even provide you with links to training resources so tdlr texas department of licensing and registration was that right licensing and registration or regulation something like that yes right. they, they they were they cover everything from amusement park rides and elevators and hotels to towing and hairdressers and everything in between and tdlr <laughs> i guess the t is texas yes yeah, if, if okay. you just search tdlr you will come up with their website it's like tdlr dot tx.gov or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. I only have two or three clients in Texas. Yeah. So does every and state have it, their own... It, yeah, go ahead. 
not every state has their own version of that. Only a handful ah. of states actually do. Okay. Now, the interesting part about TDLR and why it comes up in your world is a lot of Texas vehicle storage facilities will not release cars to you without a TDLR number. Ooh. However, if you are an interstate motor carrier with a valid U.S. DOT number, and they do have the legal obligation to verify that before they release the car to you in Texas, then you do not need a TDLR number even to pick up a wrecked car provided you are a properly licensed interstate motor carrier um wow that was really uh yeah kicking up this thank you that, Brian. that question that question comes yeah. up quite often because in texas it's quite yeah. common they ask you for your cab card and your tdlr license and so the texas towers have created a document that's got their registration their insurance card their facility license their tdlr number their dot number and the operator's card all together to present when you show up uh, Brian, are you familiar with clear data software? Uh, uh, no, no, I am not on that particular one. So I shared it in the in the live chat. We had this clear data software demo show last Thursday, and they keep talking about clear data and saying the word clear data because I, I want clear data to be more of a known term in auto transport because clear data in recovery and repossession Everybody knows clear data is the central dispatch of auto repossession. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and that it, it, it's different. It's not a load board, but it's a TMS where repo recovery agents uh, manage their vehicle inventory. And in fact, then the question comes up now, do the remarketers, lenders, and auctions use clear data? And part of the answer to that is they actually use Auto IMS. Have you heard of Auto IMS? Not in your instance, no. Right. Now, and that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm hoping, you, like, if you if you kept saying, "Yeah, I've heard of it," know all of it, I'd have nothing to say. But <laughs> uh, thank you for helping me out. I just shared Auto IMS in the live chat. Now, if I was in the auction world and I said, "What's Auto IMS?" People would laugh me out of the room. Yeah, but, well, in, in our yeah. world, in the towing world, we have um, Auto Data Direct, which is a uh, service provider that lets us get registered owner information because we have an obligation when we do a non-consensual tow to notify the registered owner in a certain time period that we have your car or the last known owner or lien holder. But then we also have a whole bunch of software like Beacon, Tow Books. Uh, um, these are similar to like Dispatch Anywhere and stuff like that that allow us to manage our inventory and dispatching calls. And there's a huge software company called Traxero, which actually is tied into your world because they own a auto auction software platform auction now i believe it's called and um the gentleman that founded that used to work for one of the large upstate new york uh, auto dealership chains and i'm going blank on his name and the chain he used to work for but he was the creator of that software, and now they sold that to Traxero, which is a consolidator of software programs in the towing industry. Wow, I just found, yeah, so I just found towspec.com. That's from uh, Beacon Software. That will tell you hookup points and information you need to know when you're using a uh, tow truck or a flatbed carrier to transport a car. Wow, you can search vehicles. <laughs> 
And yep. it even says... It even gives you the curb weight, which is very helpful for transporters. Oh, wow. It even says powered by Trexero. Yep. This yep. is why I talk about technology, because there is so much... I tell you honestly, I, earlier I was where I've been working on. I got used car week next week, and I, I've been working on some uh, marketing info and presentation stuff. And I was looking at AI. Did you know you can use AI now to build presentation graphics? Really? You can yeah, use AI right. to do everything. <laughs> yeah. I, t I literally, this is nuts. <laughs> I typed in the Chat GPT. Now, Chat GPT didn't throw out a bunch of graphics, so I Googled AI presentation graphics software and there was like 10 different choices now most of them wanted me to pay something but yeah i mean i don't have to like hunt down a graphics designer on fiverr i can now get a chat g uh, an ai tool it's crazy the world is moving so fast so yes. i do love to share these domains these software because like okay so getting back to clear data auto recovery inventory management auto ims auction inventory uh vehicle management and then you have super dispatch central dispatch auto transport vehicle inventory management yep and when you get into the general freight world anyone that's oh, yeah. run a regular trucking company they're familiar with mcleod which is probably the most popular tms out there for managing um, shipment of freight between customer and multiple carriers, uh, so consignee, um, multiple carriers. Uh, uh, that's where the, the PRO or PRO number comes from, is from TMSs like that in the regular freight world. So wow. software software is something else out there. The thing is, it it's... Uh... But it, and here, that's why I like to share the links in the live chat, too, because at least this is somewhat of a library. Here's like, yeah, what was that link? I'll go back to the ATI show. All right. We are searching for, this is our final segment. We're searching DMV to North Carolina. Sue, I know you've been searching. What have you found? She's been on a silent search. Sorry. No, I have it up. Can you see my screen? Yeah, what's going okay. on over here? It looks like so you got I a bunch pulled of down, I pulled the ones that I think would work. Um, so you have to be signed up with eCar, and they don't tell you what it is until you call. But there's nothing, usually it's not anything really big. That's a good paying one. That's $1.58 a mile. Ooh, nice. Um, Conway's not too far off from Wilmington. I think it said 45 miles or something like that. Mm. What's weird is, let's see. When, I didn't ever notice this, but when you put these into checked, it doesn't give you how how far the places are. Bizarre, huh? What? Yeah, look. But when I go back, interesting. We've never actually checked this. Oh, no but, way. Um, when it's I go a glitch. back, see, look, yeah. Like, there's a Fredericksburg, and it tells you how far away it right. is. You know so, what I mean? Um, so, no, that's okay. So, this is actually really good. This is why we do this. All right, so we're yeah. not going to say anything negative. We're just going to say, hey, guys, double check. When you mark a load, double check on the, what? That's the distance? It's it's when you, yeah, when you click the load to go to the work list, it doesn't give you the distance from anything any longer. Mm. Like, when I clicked on this, it doesn't show you, like. Yeah, because I want to know that. It shows you I Fredericksburg. Know. 
proximity. It's 44 miles southwest. It's an E-150. Yeah, um, that all disappears. Interesting. Yeah, never noticed Which is, that before. That really helps when you're putting a route together because you got to yeah. know that stuff. Yeah, and that's the whole purpose of putting it in the checklist so I can compare them against each other. I think it's just a glitch. I'm going to go optimistic on this one. But there, those Did everybody people. hear me say that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so here's Sherpa. Feels it's good. Queenstown. So Conway is 67 miles to the west of Wilmington, but it's paying $1.27 a mile. Um, that's a good load. Let's see what else we got. Here's This is the other one we were looking at. This is for E-Car. It's in Shady Springs. It's going to Wilmington straight. You'd have to, you, and like I said, you have to be signed up with them, and it is kind of a process. Um, and they... I don't think they hold loads. I'm pretty sure they don't. Um, so you got to get signed up with them and, and get all your packet over to them. And then you have to wait for somebody in the offices to get you ready. It takes an hour or two, just so everybody knows. Um, let's see. Those are two really good ones going to that area. I'm not sure how big car hauler he is. So I just check the best looking going to the the best places and i think that was the end of it but yeah in the work list i want to say four car i i mean you, you think, can Brian, do you think route, Devin's a four car i don't remember i know right i think it's four and then we got <laughs> one that's a really big one with a 14 foot it looks like a box truck on it oh yeah yeah we don't want that whoa yeah so we'll uncheck that yeah um here's a mercedes-benz at dundalk so you oh. need your Twit card to go get you it. Have a Twit car, Transcar Auto Shippers. I like Transcar; they're a good company. Oh, good. Well, um, that, that that helps a lot. Here's a brandy wine. That's going to be, uh, I think. Oh, there we go. IA. I was going to say wine. that's a. Uh, is is that an exporter? And uh, no. And it's a no. '92. Look at that, a '92 Chevy Lumina. But I think you're bringing <laughs> it to him. I think he's a dealer. Hold on. Oh, okay. So it's a, probably a buy here, pay here. Yeah, you're bringing it to him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he probably is a buy here, pay here kind of. I guy. wonder what that thing costs when you once they got that baby all shined up. What do they list that at? <laughs> uh, way too much in today's market. <laughs> right. But they're getting away with it. That's, That's true. That guy's making money. That's yeah. awesome. When 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 the when the salvage yards are buying cars off the street over to scale for six and eight hundred dollars in some mm -hmm. cases today, that ninety two Chevy Lumina is probably a three thousand dollar car at a buy here pay here car lot. You put you put five hundred down and you covered what he paid in transport and IAA purchase fees and yeah. his thirty nine dollar detail and a little bit of motor honey, and if you make one payment on it, he's happy. Right. Well, usually, isn't this is what I was told on the buy here, pay now. They make you put a down payment that's equal to what they paid for that car, so they never lose what they put in the investment. Exactly. Down. Very oh, yeah. close to or e yeah. or even above what they have in yeah. the car. Yeah. So if you if they then they still put a low jack on your car and come take it either way and start all. Yes, over they'll again. they'll sell it three or four times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> Actually, what's interesting, I've learned a lot about, I've learned more and more about buy here, pay here car dealers and that uh, uh, it is a, it's like a real business model. There's a lot of training. If you're, if you were like, let's say if you were spinning a wheel, should I get into car hauling, freight, towing, or buy here, pay here? 
Buy here, the pay answer? here. Yeah, Sad but buy, here, buy here, pay here is the answer. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. I, I, I used to have a dealer license. Yes, that's where the money is in this industry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. All right, good. That was good. Keep going, Sue. That was really good. Um, I mean, those two are the best ones on here, and I like the Transcar one, too. It looks like, um, Victory says he's got a Twit card, I believe. So that would yeah. work for him. And Last I think there was another one for yeah. RPM up here, too. I always get your Twit. Here's your, this, this is going to be at the port, too, more than likely, uh, for RPM. So if you're going up north to get those other ones, I'd get those too. I mean, depends on what he can fit, but yeah. And you can, and yeah, you can pay to have someone go get your um, cars at the port. They have the uh, escorts. Escorts there. Now I we did one down in Mobile last week, and originally back in the day, and I don't know if that's the case or not, but um, they would um only charge 50 bucks an hour now it's more than that it's so much per car i think my guy was told like over 120 bucks for two vehicles or something like that so yeah you know it's not right. cheap yeah no I, it's not no it's you gotta not. be paying the right amount of money if you're gonna do it let's put it that way so how much does it cost to get your own twick do you do we know i don't know if it costs it's just a lot of paperwork and they do a background check and oh look I at mean, this Hey, you look, can't have hey, anything on gonna, your record. I'm going to take the screen for a second. Look at this. I just actually got the answer, and I did. I've never known this. <laughs> yes, there's, this. there's a fee for your threat assessment, and then reissuing the credential, and um, it is a detailed dive. But if you qualify for hazardous Shoot. materials endorsement or pre-check at the airport, then you normally will clear a twick. And even in some cases, you can clear a Twic and not be able to have your hazmat. If you're, uh, looks like a Twic, if I got this right, uh, it's valid for five years. And mm -hmm. if you do two escorts, you've pretty much paid for your Twic. True. But how so, long, it doesn't say how long it takes, right? I know see, it I've takes always, sometimes a couple months. It, yeah. It, oh, yes. Yeah. The, yeah. the initial application is several months, and then you start to renew it about 90 days before it expires. And... Yeah, uh, it takes almost every bit of that sometimes. Yeah. All right, Sue, you can put Central back up there. What I want to know is, if Devin is a four car, can you put together a load based on this route scout? Mm, yeah, let me see here. Um, I'm, I, it depends what kind of four car. I, I kind of need to know what... Let's go with Easy 4. Let's go with okay. Kaufman Easy 4. I think <laughs> that's what it is. You know I, I love run. them. Hold on. Oh, I know. <laughs> Well, it's more challenging, so that's what we're so going to do. So I would start with the Mix Mix unit for eCar and find out what that is. Yeah. And then you Probably go from there. Obviously, you can take the Sherpa one because it's a car. The Mercedes-Benz is a car as well. So I think even if this was an SUV, you're good. Even if this was a truck, you're good. And then you pick out one other one that's going to be along your route. This um, doesn't look bad. No, and if you're going to be up north at the at the port and stuff, I'd grab the Baltimore one, the Chevy Blazer. Um, now, let's see. We know, so Sherpa's really hard to get a hold of. Which one is Sherpa? Which car? This is the Oh, Optima. the Kia, okay. Yeah, they do have this now that you can go, and I don't think you want that. Oh, interesting. But you can go in here now and request the load, but I will say... 
I waited for hours for them to answer me, and by that time I was gone. So definitely call to put in your request. Can you huh. see the request page? Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. I didn't know about that. Yeah. They just started doing this because, I mean, if you want me to be honest, they don't answer the phone. And I think this is why they did this. But then yet still it takes forever to get an answer on if I mean if you're wanting that load right then and there, don't plan on it. You better plan on it for tomorrow because you probably aren't going to hear from them until later in the day. I wonder why. I'm not going to go any further than that. I, but I just wonder why. I don't know. There's a lot of brokers but, out there that are they dispatching a lot of cars? Maybe with just a small no, office. No, I mean honestly, I don't see. I mean, I like working with them. They pay well. They always pay well. But getting them to answer you is near to impossible. Hmm. Um, but there's several brokers like this that you cannot get them to answer the phone or you call 50 million times to finally get through. Then they say they're going to send you the broker sheet and then it never fails. It never comes over. So then you got to wait on hold again for another 30, 40 minutes. And I'm not kidding you when I say 30, 40 minutes to an hour on some of these brokers of calling Whoa. back to back to get them to answer the phone. Who waits a half hour to find out if someone's going to answer the phone? Well, when you're desperate for loads, like we all are, we all do it. Wow. Unfortunately. Man. So, all right, put in your DOT number, the order ID on Central Dispatch, then what happens? Then you wait for them to call you back and whether they'll give you the load or not. <laughs> wow, or I get a left voicemail. Up, you know? Yeah, I got you. They all may right. want your cert. They may want your <laughs> DOT, you know, that kind of stuff. Interesting. It's good to be king. Okay. Um, all right, so we got, uh, sounds like we got, Devin, you've got a, you got a load. Book it, Dano. <laughs> um, go get that 92 Lumina. Yeah. And, um, Brian, thanks so yeah, much was... for joining <laughs> us. It was great to have you on today. Yeah, was, we need to do fun. this once in a while. With yeah, a couple, we, uh, we will. I, I, I apologize. I was just getting off an airplane to get out here to Kansas City, oh. or I would have no. been a little better prepared today. No, wait. You're you're fine. Listen, that's the way we do it. Is that I like I I you know, I spin the plates and you do the talking. <laughs> um, what we'll do is we'll have you back on plan on Q1 2024. Sure. And um, we'll we'll try to find, be thinking about that. Keep keep that thought. Um, keep me in mind. And when you see a great opportunity for a time to do a show, then you know we'll you know we'll put you in the rotation. That'd be cool. Yes, uh, I'll pay attention to what's happening so we can put together a. Uh hit list of regulations that are going to be problematic which sometime in beginning mm. of q1 we'll have an idea what is happening with um the political uh arena and we'll have a good idea of where this might be going because we've got to get past this speaker of the house and budget nonsense and all that oh, before yeah, anything's the speaker really of the house stuff the, can you add and do, i'm i'm pretty sure i think i speak for most of america when i say does it matter that there's a new Speaker of the House? Uh, actually, it does, though. Okay. Um, uh, only because the Speaker of the House is 
the leader of the House of Representatives, so he has ultimate power over what actually makes it to the floor, gets debated, the rules it gets debated under, so they can block something that they don't want to advance. Probably okay, the only but... other most powerful person in the House of Representatives the is the is oh. the uh, actually the chairman oh. of the House uh, Rules Committee because they set the rules <laughs> and then the speaker's gavel drops on what they can and can't do. So I could never, I could never do it. Oh man, um, oh, it, it's it's an interesting it's world. Just nuts. Well, how does this affect trucking and Pete Buttigieg? Does it? Um, no, because he is uh, executive branch. So what it would affect is when yeah. the Congress passes regulations to limit the power of DOT or limit the funding at DOT, like they're looking at doing to stop the speed limiter mandate. That's how it could then affect Secretary of Transportation, Buttigieg, and those over at the FMCSA. Maybe like a top five uh, most important political, legal updates in auto logistics. Like, there's the brokering stuff. That's got to be up there, right? Yes. And maybe there's a, maybe there's a top five or a top three list that... Um, that might even be, you know, a future podcast that you can do or whatever. But that might be a good potential topic for our next live segment with you in Q1 2024. Yeah, that is a really good uh, idea. Because there is so much happening. And um, we, I mean, we, I think that's actually why, like, what do we even ask? You know, where do we start? Right? Yeah. What's changed? Yeah. What don't I know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. Sue, Brian, live chat everybody i want to thank everybody for taking the time to tune in live and on demand i actually thought today's show was pretty fascinating sue i can't wait to get the update on that rate agreement okay so please let soon us soon as know. i know we should find out something today or tomorrow i would say but they're gonna pay me either way i'm gonna just tell you that <laughs> they're gonna pay and now are we talking the original rate oh, oh yeah yeah Oh, yeah. I, I mean, if I got to go to the bond company, I got a contract. You don't get to get out of that after we've delivered because you screwed up something. You know what I mean? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. They'll be replaying this video up in the corner office. <laughs> At least we'll get a few extra views out of that. Yeah. All right. Well, don't kill the messenger. We're trying to help. You don't want to see this. Don't end up on the screen. Just do business correctly. Right? Right. All right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Now, what do we say, office? Goodbye, Goodbye Sue. Goodbye, <laughs> Sue. Thanks, everybody. You take care. You stay classy, San Diego, and we'll see you soon. I've already got it. All right. Peace out.